Hi! Welcome to What You Readin' Dude. It's Lauren, Lisa, and Jamie. This is our time to catch up and share what we've been reading and inspired by, hoping to stir some deeper conversations. No one person has time to read every book or listen to everything, but we figure this is a good way to trade ideas, expand our horizons, and maybe inspire you as well. Just a reminder, this is for us, this is for fun, and we are not experts. Enjoy! Hey guys! <laughs> Hi! Hello everybody! <laughs> this week we have another voicemail message episode for you because one of us, aka I, was traveling. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> I don't know. We hope you enjoy it. Yeah. And if you are liking these episodes, hating them, let us know. Send us an email at wrdpod at gmail.com you got it send us um, an instagram message. instagram we check the dms all the time rate review subscribe tell your friends have a good week <laughs> <laughs> and enjoy <laughs> hello hello this is jamie happy whatever day of the week it is that you're listening to this and we're doing a voicemail episode, obviously, because Lauren's out of town, and I'm sure you'll hear all about her fun travels. But I, it was a, it was a struggle trying to figure out what I was going to talk to you guys about this week because work has been draining, to say the least, and. I've definitely been struggling to read or even like watching TV. Full disclosure, this voicemail episode is being recorded right as the Olympics are ending slash just ended, I think, this week. So I've been struggling to watch anything really in the past month that's not Olympics related. And truth be told, we're going into the fall, which is... (laughs) my favorite time of the year so I'm not gonna be watching anything that's not football related realistically on you know Monday Thursday and Sunday so content wise I've been a little strapped I would say and I do suffer from insomnia on occasion and I'm I'm having a flare-up right now and not gonna lie to you I should be reading more (laughs) in those spaces but you know it's weird with insomnias it's not that I'm not tired like I'm exhausted constantly but I my brain won't shut up and my body won't let me sleep so you know when it's 2 a.m and I've been in bed for four hours and still can't fall asleep it just makes me mad which doesn't help So the way I've been coping with it recently is watching TV, especially, like I just said, the Olympics, instead of reading, because I just have been frustrated. (laughs) And when I'm frustrated, I don't turn to books, and I should be. And so, anyway, this is a long way (laughs) for me to tell you that I'm going to be talking about a book I read a month or two ago, because I have nothing else to contribute, and that's fine. I actually didn't even read the book. I listened to the audiobook. 
and it's called Sadie by Courtney Summers. It came out in 2018. I would say it's like a mystery book. It's pretty cool. I guess when I looked it up on like Goodreads, it said it was young adult and I, because I didn't read it, I listened to the audiobook. I don't know why, but it was a little harder for me to tell, but that definitely tracks now that I think about it. It probably is more of a young adult book than, I don't know, an adult adult book. Does that make any sense? There is no really, I don't know. It's hard to distinguish for me sometimes between young adult and adult. But anyway, I see it more as a true crime book and a kind of a semi-mystery book. And what's really cool about it is it goes back and forth between first-person narrative of this character, Sadie, and a podcast that is reminiscent of, like, serial. I'm not going to give any spoilers away, so feel free to read or, or listen to the audiobook if you want. Basically, it follows Sadie, who... He's about 18 or 19 years old and goes missing. One year prior to her going missing, her younger sister Maddie was found killed. And she, her mom was like a drug addict and left them a few years prior to that. So Sadie basically raised Maddie on her own with some help from like a surrogate grandmother basically who helped take care of them in this really small town in America. They didn't have a father figure or didn't know who their dad was. They, Their mom, when she was around, did have several boyfriends, um, but it seems like the boyfriends were all drug addicts and creepers. We find out pretty quickly on. So, okay, so going back, like I said, the podcast follows, I think it's about six months to a year behind the first person narrative because the podcast is about finding Sadie. The first person narrative is about Sadie's journey to find her mother's creeper ex-boyfriend who molested Sadie and Sadie's younger sister. And she thinks she's kind of after revenge, A, for what he did to them and B, because she thinks that he killed Maddie. So it kind of follows her journey through small town America as she's on her way looking for this guy. And one thing that I thought was pretty cool about the book was Sadie has a extremely noticeable stutter all throughout the book, which I'm trying to think back. I don't think I've ever read a book with a character with a stutter in it that I can at least remember off the top of my head. So it's pretty cool that people with that affliction are got a little bit of recognition in the book and it was interesting to me to to listen to slash read Sadie's you know internal monologue about her own stutter and how she sees it so that was cool without any spoilers I will say I did like the ending because I listened to the audiobook I think the ending was a little more confusing for me than it would have been if I read the book because I without giving anything away the ending is not wrapped up nicely in a neat little bow and so it it left things a little confusing for me I thought oh no I like missed something I tend to not do a lot of audiobooks because I can zone out pretty easily once I get used to the narrator's voice so I was like oh I missed something and like went back and re-listened to a couple chapters and was like I did not miss anything this is just how this segment ends 
And I actually kind of liked it. I was online and it seems like some people didn't like it as much, but I didn't mind it. Like I said, I don't listen to it in a lot of audiobooks, but life's been crazy and it's just been easier these days to do an audiobook. And I thought because this was half, you know, narrative and half kind of podcast version, that it would be more palatable to me in audiobook form than most audiobooks. I would say the only audiobook I've ever been able to successfully listen to and not dislike the book less is the Harry Potter ones. And I think that's because I did the audiobook second, frankly. And I had already seen all the movies and, you know, it's just easier that way. But, you know, I would give this book a three out of five. If I read the book instead of listening to the audiobook, would I have given it more? I can't say. Likely, yes. I just have learned that I really can't do audiobooks, and that's fine. I think I can handle audiobooks better and for certain genres. Like, I cannot do a fiction one for an audiobook. And I've tried many times, and and especially with this one where it was a podcast version, and I still couldn't really do it as well, I think, or didn't find as much enjoyment out of the book. I think this one what is probably my last fiction audiobook but I do recommend it because it is pretty cool format and I did like it and I was sucked in as much as I could have been with an audiobook but yeah like I said that's all I really have for you this week it's not much I during COVID had a really hard time reading as well or the I mean during the first kind of shutdown wave so April, May of 2020, had a, through that summer, truly had a hard time reading as well. And honestly, (laughs) this is going to sound so, I don't know what it's going to sound like. I don't know. I judge myself for it, but I don't know why, because we all know mystery is my genre. So what actually got me back into reading was I read Agatha Christie's Miss Marple series all the way through pretty quickly. Um, we got them from the library and honestly the only thing that held me up was everyone else was reading Agatha Christie I guess last summer and it took me a really long time on the wait list for those ebooks or kindle books but they really I mean I ate them in and they really helped like kickstart my my love of reading again so after I finished her series probably in maybe December of last year so I think I'm going to give Hercule Perot a try. That might not mean a lot to people who don't like mystery novels, but you've heard of Murder on the Orient Express. He's the detective on it, kind of the Sherlock Holmes figure if you're going to go that route, but he's nothing like Sherlock Holmes also. So I, I downloaded the first book and put holds in the library for the next three or four books while I have to wait for them to come in my Kindle library but I'm hoping that that it can help me and I'm also hoping my insomnia goes away soon if someone if one more person tells me to take melatonin I might explode though so please don't (laughs) please don't respond to the podcast saying melatonin will work because I don't know if it's me but melatonin has not been working but I have ordered some different some different drugs to try OTC stuff only because I'm way too afraid to try sleeping pills but I'm hoping those will finally work and I can get some get some sleep and get back to reading so uh I'll keep it posted on I mean I'm sure Agatha Christie has never let me down in the past so I'm sure I'll be able to suck these books up and 
and it'll get me back in a reading reading headspace for a little bit. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm just going to talk about NFL stats on the podcast for the next two months. And look, if you're into that, let me know. Send us a message. <laughs> Send us an email, Instagram at wrdpod at gmail.com. Instagram, I believe we're at wrdpod. It's at the end because I kind of forget. But yeah, send me a message if you want to hear those NFL stats because I would love to do a deep dive. I just fairly certain the 97% female audience we have on this podcast maybe isn't as receptive to them as I am. So anyway, now that I've rambled long enough, I'll let you guys go. Have a fantastic week and weekend and whatever day of the year it is you're listening to this. I hope it's a great one. Bye. Hi, it's Lauren. Currently on day seven of the Wonderland Trail around Mount Rainier with my friend Becky. Doing a total of 11 days, 93 miles. And we're over halfway now. Very stinky, pretty sore, but we're heading into our food restock cache at Longmire where we also get to have lunch not prepared in a bag. I have my phone propped between my shoulder and my backpack but I'm currently hiking. Yeah, lots of thoughts as we've been making our way down the mountain, around the mountain. I was thinking a lot about the permanence and impermanence of humans and I guess one of our first couple days maybe our second day we encountered a bridge there are lots of bridges on the Wonderland Trail there's lots of stream crossings so you can imagine some small ones and some very large ones and on our second day we crossed a bridge where the bridge was going over a glacial flow which if you don't know is a water coming directly off the glacier and is flowing down the mountain and it's moving very quickly not something you could cross by foot easily it's moving so fast it's tossing boulders around and you can hear them slightly terrifying but we had heard about this bridge and we came up to it where the water was lapping over the bridge because the water level was high enough and it was scary, <laughs> terrifying. And as we came up to it, you could see many other bridges. These bridges are made out of just a log of wood that's been flattened on one side. And then they put a railing, quote unquote railing, a couple logs essentially on one side to hold on to. Thank God it was there. But as we were approaching this bridge, you could see many other bridges tossed out on the banks next to it. I was thinking about my first reaction was if these bridges get thrown out all the time, why don't they come up with a more permanent solution? Rangers are having to rebuild the bridges all the time. I heard from someone on the trail, one ranger said in his career, at some points he's had to rebuild a bridge twice a week because they get thrown out by the river which seems crazy to me. Some of the bridges are more permanent. There's a couple tension, what are they called? Tension bridges? 
which are more permanent, but some of the wooden ones are obviously more permanent. But I'm reading this book right now called, I think it's called Beyond All Borders. I can confirm later in the show notes. It's about a woman who's biking across Asia on the Silk Road in different increments. And at some point she talks about how humans need the earth so much. The earth does not need us, but we act in the opposite way, I suppose. I was thinking about how Mount Rainier doesn't need us. It's a mighty force. I can understand how the Native Americans thought of mountains as gods. They are, in a way, almighty, powerful, do what they want. And we are just guests living in their world. And how grateful I am to be able to just witness it, be a part of it. So have reverence for nature and its power. Pretty incredible. One thing I love about backpacking, this is the longest backpacking trip I've ever done. I think the longest before this was only five days. So more than double that in this trip. But one thing that got me into backpacking in Washington is being able to see parts of the state that I wouldn't otherwise be able to see by car. Much of Mount Rainier that you can't see by car There's a road that goes from the southwest across the south to the southeast, and then there's a road that goes north from there. But the north side is largely inaccessible by road, and the west side is as well. There used to be a road that went up part of the west side that's since been closed, and we saw um, evidence of it, which was pretty wild to see how far the road used to come up the mountain. It goes back to that permanence and impermanence. At some point, I don't remember when this road was being built, but Becky's reading a book called Tahoma and its people about the history of the mountain. Tahoma is Rainier's native name before it was renamed by a white guy. There used to be a road on the west side, and I don't remember when it was shut down. I know part of it, maybe the road on the north west side, they had to close at some point because it just kept getting flooded out by the mountain. And at some point, you can't just keep fixing a road that just is not meant to be there, which is interesting to think about. But as an architect, we like to think about our projects sticking around for a while. At least we hope that at least a couple decades, but that's so small in the grand scheme of things. And I really like, in grad school, I studied a little bit about Japanese architecture. But I like their idea of architecture as being impermanent. We are just visitors on this earth. We should touch it lightly and design it in such a way that it can disappear at some point so that the earth can go back to the way it's supposed to be. Just a couple thoughts as I'm traveling down the mountain. Becky's behind me a little bit. We're just a couple miles away from our food cache. It's been a really nice trip. I think I've heard, I've experienced this as well. It takes about three days in the wilderness to fully unwind from city life and 
on day seven and I'm definitely feeling that. My mind has slowed down quite a bit, not thinking so much about what needs to get done on the other side. Just one foot in front of the other, trying to attend to this pain and that pain, this blister and that blister. Yeah, it's incredible what our bodies could do if we uh, put them to the test. You know, backpacking's not for everyone, but I found a lot of joy in it. Being able to carry my own stuff, my own food, across several miles and set up home. It's fun. Well, anyway, ta-ta for now. Hey there, it's Lisa. I finally remembered to put my name at the beginning of our voicemail. So it's me, don't forget. Anyway, <laughs> I am traveling this week, as you all know, and I'm in a different time zone and just reconnecting with family, trying to work, and I don't know, trying not to melt from all the humidity. I don't know. It's very, like, sticky here. Yeah, I forgot about it, and then, and I forgot the beauty of air conditioning. Honestly, we don't have it and really don't need it that often, but uh, every time I open the door, even to the garage or to outside, I realize how miserable it would be to be on the East Coast in the summer with no AC. Woof. <laughs> like, uh, anyway, yay for a mild climate in the PNW. I don't have a structure for this, and I've been thinking about what I've been reading and consuming over the past week or so. There haven't been any deep dives really. Uh, so I thought I would just hit highlights of some things I actually just basically began uh, since my trip started. So the first one is that I started watching Ted Lasso finally uh, with my family. And there's definitely language, but I feel like it's hard sometimes for me to find a show that I thoroughly enjoy watching that my parents do as well. And Ted Lasso Definitely seems like a sweet spot. Uh, we started the first episode a couple nights ago. And at first, like, the, I don't know, the first episode, the, you know, they're laying all the groundwork in. And by the end of the episode, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm hooked. We got to see more of what's happening here. And for, for anyone who doesn't know, I'm a little late to the party. But in case you've been on the fence and have heard people mention Ted Lasso, but you don't really know what it's about. It's about a football coach from like an amateur league in the U.S. that gets recruited to be the head coach or manager for a pro, uh, oh my gosh, soccer, but like, you know, but football in the rest of the world, like football club in England, in, in Richmond. And he's completely unqualified for the sport in particular, but has coaching experience. And you find out in the first episode, maybe some spoilers, but... Uh, the whole reason he gets recruited is because the owner of the football club goes through a divorce and his wife, I guess maybe they like they both own the club. And so she got it in the divorce settlement and she knows that this is like the only thing her ex has ever loved in his life and you know she's still like really hurt by everything that happened in the marriage and so her goal is just to like burn it down and so 
you that's just in the first episode but you know at first you're like oh this is gonna be such a shit show (laughs) this guy is so unprepared in the whole first episode you're like he's way too smiley and happy like what is the deal with this dude but as you dive into more episodes I'm like his good naturedness just feels like it's kind of rubbing off and everyone is just so thrown off by this guy (laughs) you both should check it out I definitely will be binging the rest of it either here or when I get back home unclear right now but it's so good I just want to see you know how things progress and I know everyone's been raving about it for a while definitely check it out I'm just starting that another thing I started is I started watching this tiktoker call me chris and I don't have a tiktok account but I watch it all through youtube like a uh, grandma that I am and she is so funny. I also late to this, like she's been a big name for anyone who is in the TikTok world, but she like her name is Chris and she makes all these comedy sketches. Some are just like about, you know, childhood, like maybe playing through a scenario as an only child versus having siblings or you know, the dynamics of oldest sibling, middle sibling, youngest sibling, uh, stuff like that. And then she has a whole series of her playing different characters. And they are fantastic. I really love it. I mean, she has characters that are like a Boston mom or like a, a Russian mom, like a, like toddlers for all these moms. And then you have Chad, who's like some snowboard dude (laughs) like total bro there's like an Australian bartender I don't know just it's a full range of characters and she plays them all I just think her writing is so well done and I love her facial expressions like she just conveys the mood so well I think her acting is is like spot on I really love it so I was thinking like I've definitely been watching a lot of that in the last couple days and it made me think about the Brene Brown episode that we uh, recorded somewhat recently. And on that wholehearted inventory, there was the category for numbing versus I forgot the other side of that spectrum. But binge watching things on YouTube is for sure a numbing tendency that I have. And I can tell that I definitely go to that when I just want to not think about the other things in the world. And I'm just like, you know, like I can deal with those later. Like I just want to enjoy some comedy, something lighthearted. And so I definitely picked up on that and just became, I I think I'm aware of that, but it really hit me with like how much I've been watching that. And I'm like, all right, girl, maybe we need to like dial it back on YouTube. Maybe, you know, do some other things. <laughs> just look outside. <laughs> check out the trees but yeah love her channel if you are into I don't know if you enjoy TikToks and if you enjoy comedy skits that are you know especially if it's one person but just like different characters it could be up your alley I'm enjoying it but that's that's me and the the final thing this week that I've just started and I'm like page eight just started of like a modestly sized book but it's packed with info I just started The Algebra of Happiness by Scott Galloway. And so Scott, uh, there, there are a lot of, <laughs> he has a lot of credentials to his name, but my entry point into getting to, I don't know, hear him 
was through the podcast Pivot and then his other podcast, The Prof G Show. So The Prof G Show is a podcast he does on his own. Pivot is a podcast that he co-hosts with journalist Kara Swisher, who she also has her own podcast. So, you know, they're just dominating that podcast game. And so he is currently a professor at NYU. He sits on the board of, I think, numerous companies, or at least has in his lifetime. He has founded a bunch of companies. He, I don't know, he's like well in the business realm, and he's very well-versed in investments. I could give full credentials at a later time when I'm more researched, but basically I've just been really impressed by the Pivot podcast in general and the feedback that both Kara and Scott give. And the one thing that I really like about Scott Galloway's advice is that it it ropes in a lot of life advice. Like he's, you know, he has so much insight on what he thinks the market will do and how, you know, economics play out and business strategy and really provides insight on what are companies going through as they're deciding to go public or not? Or, you know, how are they increasing revenues? Like he's so well-versed in that, which is great for me and something I've been trying to learn about just from my own knowledge. But he equally has advice on life and how to cultivate a meaningful career. So this book is basically like the notes on that. And I think it spurred from so many of his students uh, coming in for office hours and ultimately just wanting to ask career advice, life advice, advice beyond the realm of his brand strategy class. And he states in the intro, he's like, I'm not qualified for this. Like, I'm like, basically, like, I don't even know why I keep getting asked this. But he, you know, summed up some of his notes and thoughts on how to cultivate happiness while still, you know, finding success and meaning in your life. And so I'm really interested in learning about that. So I bought the book. And I'm only on the intro, like page eight for real. But you know, he talks about things like sweat equity and, you know, whether you're like the, the points in your life, kind of like the swings of happiness, but then also the points in your life where work may take precedent over your personal life and then when it might flip and swing the other way. And so I will definitely speak about this more once I finish it. But um, so far, I'm really excited. And for anyone who is looking for any sort of guidance like that, I think his Prof G show podcast is pretty sweet. It's not like overly produced or anything. I would say the majority of the episodes are him answering listener questions or maybe coming with a topic and talking about it. He does have guests as well. And it's a good show. It's it's just not, it's not like Radio Lab. Like you're not going to have a bunch of sound bites all over the place. Like it's pretty straightforward. It can go pretty deep into investment lingo, which, you know, sometimes goes over my head. But I don't know. I th- I feel like I'm learning along the way and it's like having that presence in your life, that person that's, you know, a couple steps down the road or maybe more than a couple and can just give some advice that, you know, you always have to take with a grain of salt because they don't know your personal situation and, you know, you're listening as an anonymous viewer, you know, but sometimes advice like that can be really helpful. Like there's some, I don't know, there's some guidance that you might just not have in your sphere of people. And so it's nice to get that outside input 
you never know what'll inspire you and kind of hit home. Anyway, so those are those are things I'm st- I've been starting or have started this past week. And otherwise, I'm just hanging out, getting family time, and kind of hoping time would slow down a little bit. But you know, it is what it is. <laughs> and on that note, I can't wait to see you all again. It's going to feel like a super long time by the time we get back together. Hope you all are enjoying Bachelor in Paradise. It is so weird to not be watching together. I tried to watch it on my own and I was like, Mm-mm. this show is a company show only. <laughs> like, not. It's much harder to watch as an individual. And I tried to watch with my parents and that lasted all of 30 seconds, I'm sure. <laughs> so uh, can't wait to get back. Hope you all are enjoying August or September or wherever we are now. Who knows? And I will talk to you all later. Bye. Thanks for listening. Links from today's episode can be found in the show notes on our website, whatyoureadanddo.com. We'd love to hear from you. If you have anything that piqued your interest this week or that you want to share, email us at wrdpod at gmail.com. Maybe we'll feature you on the pod. You can find us wherever you listen to podcasts and also on Instagram at wrdpod. Follow us to stay up to date on future episodes. Like, leave a review, tell a friend, you get the idea. Music for this podcast was created by Kalindo. Find him on Instagram at The Real Stay inspired and we'll see you next week.